0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. As always, we are going to have a great conversation with an entrepreneur who is doing really cool things that I know is something that every entrepreneur out there needs to pay attention to, and that is... Our marketing and especially like our search engine optimizations because I suck at that. Let's, let's face it. We all have weak areas and having a background in marketing and sales, I kind of suck at my own marketing and sales sometimes. But before we get started, I always like to go back – always. I've been doing it for the last few shows – and thank people who have left the recent reviews on uh, iTunes about cool things entrepreneurs do because those of you who listen – You should get a little shout-out if you're going to take the time and go leave a review. I always say, if you like the show, jump over to iTunes and review the show. It just makes me happy, and I want to share that happiness. So one of the recent ones is from Jay Blackham, and Jay Blackham says – One of the first podcasts I've ever listened to. This podcast single-handedly sucked me into the world of podcasts, and I don't want to escape. I love it that I got somebody hooked. Better to get you hooked on podcasts than on drugs. He goes on to say and says that he thinks the show would be really uh, relevant to anyone who listens. He likes the fact that it's twice a week, and he thinks I'm a good host. I mean, thank you, Jay Blackham. I don't know if that's a man or a woman, but thank you to you for going and leaving that review on iTunes, because... The reviews help the show get found, and, and I'm looking to have more people listen to the show just because it's fun to have the numbers grow. We are approaching 500,000 downloads since I started the show. Now, that's not any record pace. I started the show two and a half years ago, and we're almost up to episode, you know, uh, what, gosh, 250 is coming in just a couple of weeks. So uh, it's been a slow growth, but it's been fun. And I gotta tell you, having interviewed well over a hundred or sorry, 220 entrepreneurs, I have learned a lot, and I hope if you listen to the show, you have too, and today, I think you're going to learn a lot, a lot, because today, we have Jimena Cortez, and she is a marketing consultant who specializes in search engine marketing and LinkedIn lead generation. She's a published author. She's an international speaker, and she is the entrepreneur who founded Wizard Media, and linked blueprint and i gotta tell you we had a chance to chat for a couple minutes before we started this interview and she's smart and she's delightful she makes her home in las vegas nevada and we're gonna have a fun time with Amina. hey welcome to the show
1: hey thank you so much for having me here
0: so tell the audience a little bit about your business saying that you're an seo expert i mean you know I, nobody knows what that means why, why don't you tell everybody what you do
1: yeah, so I so I do a couple things. So I started in SEO back in 2009, but then I started my agency in 2012. Um, and you know, SEO has changed a lot over the years. I, I wrote a book on it. it; was really funny. So I wrote a book on SEO, and then literally like two months later, Google did some of like their biggest algorithm changes. So like half the book was no longer relevant. But you know, it's Cong- still out there. The other half is actually still relevant today.
0: Congratulations um, but- on writing your book. It's obsolete within a month. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, but it's still a great way to show clients that you know what you're talking about. I, I always tell them like, "Look, these are the chapters that we're still using on your campaign today. So just read those. Forget everything else." <laughs> um, um, and yeah, and so I started that, and the way that that I grew my company was through uh, networking on LinkedIn after you know having a, a really difficult time getting clients, and so. Uh, that's turned into, you know, initially, I was just teaching people what I was doing to get clients uh, on LinkedIn. And then also that turned into um, also doing it for companies. So now uh, our agency does both SEO and LinkedIn marketing and training, um, which is kind of an odd mix, but I'm just I'm just, you know, offering the services that I know just from my own personal experience because that's what I've done to create success in my life.
0: So what's one LinkedIn tip that you want to share with the audience before we dive into the full interview? Because, I mean, we all look at it and go, what am I supposed to do?
1: (laughs) Um, You know, I'd I'd like to give maybe three short ones. Hey, three three's
0: three's better than one. Go for it.
1: (laughs) Because it's all so important because, well, number one, you know, you really have to uh, put a lot of thought into the copy that you're going to put on your profile because, you know, when you're connecting with people, when you're doing anything, when people come across your your profile, even if they're just Googling your name, a lot of the times the first thing that comes up is your LinkedIn profile yep. if you have one. Um, so it's really important to really put your best foot forward. So I always say don't write it like a resume. Write it like a sales letter um, because, that's how people are going to want to connect with you. They're going, they're going to want to know more about your services. They don't really care about you. They care about what you can do for them. So uh, that's really important. And we've noticed that when we don't optimize the profile that way, um, we don't get as good of a And re- in, in the other stuff that we do. Um, I would say the other thing would be to be consistent you know, we generate leads on LinkedIn all the time for ourselves, for our clients. And one of the reasons we have so much success is because, you know, we're doing it Monday through Friday. There's consistency and we don't let leads fall through the cracks. And the other thing is, you know, really, um, really hone in on who you want to work with. You know, at the end of the day, to have success in business, a business is all about relationships, right? There's a lot of relationships in your business. There's the relationship with your clients, the relationship with your employees, Um, there's a relationship with joint venture partners uh, or even the media. So you really got to think about what relationships, what people do I need in my life and in my business right now to take me from where I am to where I want to be. And if those people are not in your current network, I bet you they have a LinkedIn profile. So all you have to do is have the right approach, the right copy, the right profile, and be consistent in reaching out to these people. And some of these people are going to want to work with you if you do this right. Hmm.
0: That's fascinating. That, that's great advice. So what led you to becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Um, you know, I really think I am unemployable. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because, uh, you know, I had, you know, my first job, I started working in sales when I was in high school. And then right out of high school, I started my first business. Wow. So I got a taste of what that was like. What, and type, grew of business? Really fast.
0: what type of business was it?
1: It was a travel company. So we used to call um, companies that were traveling for conventions and we used to offer them better rates than what the show that they were going to was offering. Uh-huh. So that's how we got that business. I mean, that doesn't actually work anymore. The shows got really smart and, you know, they, they don't have crazy rates like they used to. But back then, and this was 12 years ago, this worked great. So, um, you know, we grew really fast the, the first year, uh, first year and a half. We hired like six employees. We're We're doing great. And uh, then me and my partner stopped getting along. And so I went back to, to working for somebody else because I had to leave the business. We were fighting too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I vowed, I will have a company again, but I'm doing it alone. <laughs> so um, so when I was working for other people, I, just, it's, I was very good at, at the jobs that I got. Like, I always like, got to the top really fast, but I couldn't stand uh, feeling so chained. Like to have to ask, to take a vacation. Like, I am a grown woman. Why do I need to ask you if I can go on vacation? Well, especially (laughs) if you're in (laughs) sales.
0: I always thought if I'm meeting my numbers, leave me alone. I had some bosses because I I started my career in sales, (laughs) and I was one of the top salespeople in the country, and they still wanted to micromanage me. It's like, wait a minute. You know, the the great thing to be in sales is I I can go to Starbucks in the afternoon if I'm 130% of quota.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I just, I don't, I didn't like that chained feeling or having the drive to, a, to an office. So over time I was able to save up enough and get enough experience to where I was able to then start my, my marketing company.
0: Nice. So what do you love about this life of an entrepreneur? I mean, obviously it was part of you if you started right out of high school, what do you love about it?
1: You know, God, there's so many things that I love. Uh, well for one, you know, um, I live in Las Vegas and we moved here when I was 15. And uh, I remember when we moved here, we were very poor. So we lived in this really ghetto neighborhood, very close to the Las Vegas Strip. And I remember that that this is right when the high rises started coming up. It was back in 2000. There's these gorgeous towers that they were building. And I'm sitting here living in this like ghetto apartment with some drunk guy that lives next to us and like some drug dealers across the street. And I'm just like, oh my God, I don't belong here. And I'm looking at these towers and they're like, you know, million dollar condos. I'm like, God, who are the people that live there? I need to be there. And I knew that really the only way to achieve those kinds of dreams is to be the one running the show. Because if you're not the one running the show, other people are running you. I've been screwed over on sales commissions so many times I can't even tell you. So um, so that, that was really like my drive. Like I always wanted to have that success. And now, now so now I actually live in those towers. Do you live so in one
0: of the towers that you could see I from your old apartment? Do. Oh, that is I, so cool.
1: I live in the, in that tower that they were building because I was like, I have to live at Turnberry. And now I live at Turnberry. And, <laughs> you know, when I wake up every morning, I just feel so blessed. Like I have this gorgeous view, this gorgeous place, very high security, which I love. Um, and I'm just like, I, I always like wake up and I'm like, I'm so blessed. I'm so thankful every day. Um, you anyway, know, it was a lot of hard work. But if you put your mind to it, you know, you, you really can have it. And, and just the freedom because I work online I work from home. My employees all work from home, too. And, um, you know, I just love the ability to be able to go off to Europe for three months like I did last summer and still run my business, but change locations and experience other cultures. And you can't put a price on that. It's
0: priceless. So is there anything you don't love about the life of running the show yourself? I mean, are there ever times you think, you know, if I worked for someone else's agency, life would be simpler?
1: Oh, I think that all the time. There are times, you know, a lot, I work a lot. I really do. Um, And sometimes people think that, you know, they look at my Facebook page, for example, and they think that I'm just out having fun all the time. I'm like, no, dude, I just post a photo when I'm out, but I'm not going to post a photo of me sitting on my computer. I mean, like, of course, that's my highlight reel. (laughs) Um, But what, you know, what I don't love is that I, I do work a lot. There are times where I work on weekends. There are times where I can't, go do something that I want to do that I was invited to because I have obligations and I have a lot of pressure on my shoulders. You know, I have um, right now there's six people uh, working for me. uh, And so I have the pressure to always be able to make payroll and pay them and take care of them, make sure they're happy and make sure the clients are happy. So it's a lot, you know
0: well and 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 I understand I mean people say the same thing. they look at my you know Facebook page and as a professional speaker, you know I get to go to like thirty to fifty different cities a year, and you know I'll go out for a run and I'll, I'll post the pictures of running through Charlotte or Boston or San Francisco, <laughs> yeah. and you know my friends are like, oh, you're running you know because I, I took up running a year ago at age forty nine and ended up losing thirty pounds and so part of the wow. journey yeah, part of the journey was the run Congrats. and and I was never a guy who ran it's not like as a young man, I was an athlete and then got fat, I was just a guy who got fat <laughs> and And it's, you know, one of those things that, you know, people go, oh, you're so lucky. It's so glamorous. And and I think, oh, yeah, it's so glamorous as I was eating Chipotle yesterday in the Baltimore airport because it was a better choice than Chick-fil-A. You know, boy, it's a glamorous life, man.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And it it does. And I I travel a lot, too. I've slowed down a little bit this year. But um, it also can get tiring to travel so much. You know, that's that's. Like for me it takes a lot out of me too. I love doing it, but it takes a lot out of me.
0: Yeah, I still I still kinda like it. You know, I I still have one kid at home. I I have a twenty year old who's off in college who doesn't care what I do for the most part. And but I still have a fifteen year old. So, you know, if, if if I end up getting too many speeches that clump together, you know, I'm gone for like four days home for two, gone for five, that starts to get a little hard on me. But uh you know, in a couple of years, she'll go off to college and she won't care what I do. And, and then my wife can come with me on some of these trips. So, you know, it'll, right. be, it'll be kind of a different lifestyle than we've led the last eight years.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So if someone's listening and, and they've been looking at that tower across the street, you know, and thinking, I want to live there and they want to be an entrepreneur, what advice do you have for somebody who, who wants to go carve their own path in the world?
1: Uh, well, we're really having a clear vision is key. Um, I think I fumbled a lot in the beginning because I was kind of all over the place with that. But once I got, you know, once I got the vision in place and then the team in place, uh, everything just really started to happen. Um, but really think about, you know, what is the life that you want to lead? What does that look like? How much, how much money do you need to make? What are you passionate? What, what value can you provide to the world that you? Want to provide to the world, and that's how you start that path. So if you're still, for example, working at a job, think about the expertise that you have. People would pay for that, and then you have to figure out, well, who would pay for it, what would I charge, what what do I want to make, and then you start to kind of formulate a plan. And if you look at that plan every day and and you're focused on that plan, things you'll be amazed at the at the speed and at the rate that things start to show up in your life to open those doors.
0: Well, and you're right. You kind of have to think about it every day. One of the things I've, yeah. I've been doing a study on like why people don't reach their potential. And I've been reading a whole bunch of other studies done by like really fancy, you know, academic places about potential. And one of the things that I started to develop doing back in, I don't know, November or December is every morning, I, I, all, the, all the things that people are telling me and all the interviews I'm doing and everything I'm reading is that one of the ways to get closer to your potential, and there's been like 10 or 12 different things that hold people back, but they all fall into three buckets. And, and one of Those buckets, Uh, the buckets are the three buckets are they don't have a plan, uh, they don't know their purpose. And they're not mm-hmm. surrounded by the right people. And all there's all different types of answers, but I can plug them into those three buckets. And so what I start doing every morning is I review my plan, think about what do I want to accomplish today, how does it bring me closer to my goals. I, you know, remind myself of, of what's my purpose and then what's the purpose for any small actions I have to do that day, making sure they're in alignment. And then the last thing is I think what people do I have to be interacting with? Who who can help me do these things? And I'll tell you what, I've been doing that for about four months and I'm up forty percent so far this year in sales for wow. my business. And And I think a lot of it is I just pay attention every day to to what am I trying to do?
1: Yeah. You know, I really love that you said that I actually do the same thing, but I'm not doing the third part as far as thinking about the people that's going to help me get there. So that's something that I need to add to, to my morning ritual because I do that every morning and I've noticed that I too, I'm reaching my goals a lot faster. I've been doing that for about a year and you know, also, be careful what you wish for because there are some things that I wished for that came true and I was like, oh, wait. I didn't really want this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, and, and, and you bring up, hey, you know, I haven't been paying enough attention to the people. So one of the questions that I love to ask people is how important is your network if you're going to be an entrepreneur? I mean you, you work solo. You work from home. How, how important are people? How important is networking?
1: Oh, wow. It's, it's incredibly important, you know, cause, cause I teach people how to network on LinkedIn. Right. And, and I always say, you know, business is really all about relationships. If you really sit down and think about it, because people, for example, are the ones that invite you to speak, right? Um, people are the ones that pay you money for your services. People are the ones that work for you and your company to help you scale. So, you know, at the end of the day, you really need to figure out what people do you need in your life and in your business right now to go from where you are to where you want to be. And that's who you should be networking with. So that's, that's really the process that we use whenever we do a LinkedIn campaign for ourselves or for our clients. It's like, who do we need to get from here to there? And that's what we ask the client. And then that's who we go after.
0: Mm, That's I think that's great. Hey, Jimena, I've got more questions for you. But first, I got to thank the sponsor of this episode. So this episode, as all of them, are brought to you by Podfly Productions, and I got to tell you, the other day I got a, an email from one of the owners of Podfly who said he listens to the show from time to time because they produce it just to see how it is, and he heard my, my mid-read role, my commercial for them, and he said, wow, he goes, your enthusiasm is really there about us, and we've been working with you for two and a half years. I appreciate that you still think we do a good job, and they really are the best vendor that I work with. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your podcast. They set you up with the equipment, the training, and the guidance to ensure that you're going to sound amazing. They do all the heavy lifting and that technical work so that you can focus on creating great content, growing your audience, and interviewing really cool people like Jimena Cortez. Hey, Thank you. if you want to start a podcast – and I know some of you listeners out there do because I get the emails and I get the calls and I run into people at conferences when I'm speaking and they go, I-, I listen to your show and I want to start a podcast. Well, you know what? Don't just think about it. Reach out to Podfly. They'll even answer your questions. Even you know, Don't be scared to call them and say, what do I need to do? Is this a smart thing? They are the best vendor to just chat with you. And you can go to podfly.net slash cool things and they've got a special offer for the listeners of this show. So, Haminah, I called the show "Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do." What is the coolest, newest, most exciting thing you're doing with your business right now?
1: So, uh, what I really am focused on this year is taking as many tasks away from myself as possible. <laughs> Good for so, you. So, um, so I I, mean, I still work a lot, you know, because like if I, as soon as I let go of something else, I add something else to the list <laughs> that I, of things I need to do. So it's like never ending. Um, But one of the things I did recently, because up until this point, I was really the one responsible for all the sales. So I hired somebody to take on all the leads that were generating and all the calls, which has taken up about 50% of my time. Mm -hmm. And so now I have that much more time to now focus more on vision and and scale and and everything else that I need to focus on. So really um, building your team and getting the right people in place, if, if that's something that you're looking to do, is golden and it's been the key to me not pulling the hair out of my head out
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i gotta tell you i'm a little jealous i would love to hire somebody to at least help me with the sales but in in my world as a speaker it's hard to find a person it's hard to find a person who understands the business because it's so freaking weird and so (laughs) i i keep my ears and eyes open for the right person to come on part-time and help me but i i haven't found them yet so i'm jealous that you found somebody to help you with your business because that's that's great
1: yeah. Was, he, and he's awesome too. I, he does a great job. So I'm, I'm, I feel so I'm telling you, like, I just feel so blessed right now. It's- it's insane. Well,
0: I have, I, I have a buddy who is a very successful uh, professional speaker, and, and he really became very successful after he found the right person to sort of take on his his sales mm-hmm. and, and managing leads and helping drive new leads. And I keep saying, can I just steal her away from you? And he's like, never. It's <laughs> never going to happen. So I'm, I'm always looking enviously at people who found the right person to do sales because as an old sales guy, it's hard for me to let go of. And it also means that I can tell when people are going to suck at it really quick. So. It's uh, I, I, I'm envious that you found somebody. So I, I love to ask the people who come onto this show, not just about their business, because clearly you're doing very cool things. But I love to ask the people because I think I think great entrepreneurs are observers. So I love to know who are you observing? Who's an entrepreneur out there who you think? Wow, that person, they're doing cool stuff.
1: Well, the the ones that I look at are usually like the the really really famous ones. Sure. Um, That's so,
0: okay. Hey, I've had like, I've had answers from Elon Musk to my dry cleaner next door and everything in between. There's no wrong answer to this question.
1: Well, you know, there, there are several entrepreneurs that, that I look at because of their personality and the way that they look at things. So. Um, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. Uh, he's, he's so mean, but he always he, he always has a point. I mean, his deals are terrible, but um, he always has a, he makes a great point. He looks at the numbers. I just like the way that he thinks and how he looks at, at business. Um, I also uh, really appreciate everything that Steve Jobs has done. I've watched a lot of documentaries about him and how, how he rose to, to be who he was and, and really what it took and how he pushed his team. Because a lot of times, the things that he wanted to do, they were like, this is impossible. He's like, we'll make it possible then. But you know you what? Know? They so they,
0: bo- they both are known as kind of being a little bit on the jerky side. And you sound so delightful. And yet, there are people you <laughs> admire are jerks. That's funny.
1: You know, maybe I admire them because I can't get myself to be that jerky. <laughs> so, like, I wish I could, but I can't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the the other question I love to ask everyone who comes on the show is what do they do to give back to the greater good because I think in addition to to wanting to make money, I think entrepreneurs want to leave a mark behind that matters so So, what do you do
1: What I do is is more on the personal level so i have um you know i, I have a lot of friends here in Vegas because I grew up here, not all of my friends. Are entrepreneurs. So um, I did have uh, this this one friend of mine that was working for me, and I, you know, I'm I'm trying to help her with her business and how to get things going. Now that even though she's not working for me anymore, we've been really good friends for a long time, and I want to see her succeed. So you know, I I give my time and my knowledge uh, wherever I can to, to the people that I care about because. I want them to be successful. It's not just, you know,
0: all me. (laughs) Well, actually, I think that is so, so cool because so many people who are my personal friends – have stepped in and helped me as I've been growing this business. I mean, I've spoken at, you know, team meetings and, and company conferences and association events that were because my friend was on the board of the association or it was their company and they said, Hey, he's starting off as a speaker. We'll give we'll give him a chance. You know, I want to help my friend. Awesome. And, and I think that is so awesome. And it's so many people did I say did it for me, still do it for me. So many of my friends bring me opportunities to, to be involved with the events that they're planning. And I try to do the same thing. When I know someone who's trying to start out, or whether it's this this business or another one, even if it's just adding of my my time and my knowledge, I, I try to give it as freely as possible. In the National Speakers Association, there's there's a thing called the Spirit of Cavett. The guy who started the National Speakers Association was a gentleman named Cavett Robert, and he really believed that speakers shouldn't really be competitive and hateful. And oh gosh, that's my competitor. I I can't stand them because he said <laughs> if everybody's fighting for a piece of pie, we're going to run out of pie. And his philosophy was let's just grow a bigger pie where everybody can have giant slices. And I really, when I joined the National Speakers Association, I, t- I took that to heart. I really looked at that idea of how do we make the pie bigger as, as a true thing. So I love to talk to people who are just starting out in this business and trying to figure out their, their path because you know, I think that's cool. So the fact that, that you actually help on a personal level, that touches my heart, and I'm glad you do that.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: So if somebody's listening and they're like, oh, my gosh, I need help with SEO, the stuff that she talked to is exactly where I am lacking How in the world do people find you and your company?
1: Yeah, so actually you can just uh, schedule uh, a meeting with me or somebody on my team. Um, You can go to jamenacortez.com forward slash meet. And then also if you just go to jamenacortez.com, it shows you like all my blogs and stuff that I've done. Um, So that's a great place to start.
0: Well, and your speaker reel comes up and starts playing. It looks like you're quite the speaker as well. Where are some of the cool places you have spoken?
1: coolest one was dubai I, it was so cool i actually almost moved there wow <laughs> i ended up not not uh, moving but I, I really enjoyed that isn't
0: that it kind. a lot like vegas
1: that's probably why i like it so much it's actually like <laughs> vegas but on steroids so
0: i've, I've, ne- I like I've never been i've never been but i heard that there's like like i've been to macau and it's a lot like vegas and they say dubai is another place if you like macau and you like vegas you need to go to dubai
1: I need to go to Macau that I haven't been there yet. I need to get a speaking gig over there.
0: (laughs) That's that's how I got there. I spoke for a big conference in Macau about three years ago. So Nice. So, well, maybe our paths will will cross someday when we're speaking at a conference or as I see most of my professional speaker friends in airports. Uh, But in the meantime, I really want to thank you for coming on and, and sharing your knowledge and sharing your story because that's what Cool Things Entrepreneur is all about. So thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me
0: excellent and for everybody who listened you know I think that this was a great show and I think that you know your search engine optimization and your search engine marketing and what you do on LinkedIn I think it matters and and, and I fiddle with it all the time and I probably need to hire somebody as brilliant as a minute to help me get it even better so if you listen to the show for the first time please come back and, and listen again you can go backwards there's almost 250 other episodes with really cool people who you can listen to some of them are just me talking and sharing different ideas but most of them are this interview Format. We have a Facebook page so you can follow along with what people say on there. You can always follow me on Twitter at Tom Singer, T H O M S I N G E R, or at Cool Podcast. And then also, if you're struggling and you need to have a little bit of some accountability, and you're looking for a mastermind group, join the Potential Project. We have a small and mighty group who meet every week by a Zoom hangout online on Monday nights, and everybody gets you know five or ten minutes to talk about what they're what they're working on, how they can move closer to their potential. And I think right now is the time to join the Potential Project. We're having a really good time, and I think everybody's moving the needle ahead little by little. And you can find out information on that by going to Tom Singer com go into the about tab and you'll see a thing that says group coaching program all the information you'd ever want is right there so we're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody just as cool as Jimena. but in the meantime I'm going to challenge you to go out there and have a great day